Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another special edition episode of the Silver Bullet Saga podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Vanderhaar. Uh, we're here this week in what I would call unpredictable, uh, un, unattainable, unpredictable, whatever you want to use the word for, circumstances that we find ourselves in by the way of a man named Joe Burrow, hailing from Southeast Ohio. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Adam Vanderhaar. Adam, where are we sitting today? We are uh, sitting in a cabana in uh, Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, and uh, this is one of the rare episodes we get to record together. I think it's actually been three years since we've done one in person together. Maybe the first season. Yeah. And uh, there's just something nice about not being on Zoom. <laughs> yeah. And what better place to do it than here? You know, this is, it's not L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the next best thing. Maybe the next best thing. Maybe better. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh, yes. Adam, what are we doing here in Kutakana? Uh Just uh, enjoying a couple days. It's a uh, reward trip uh, for a seed dealer we're with and uh, just at an all-inclusive resort. I got, the, I got an amazing invitation from my good buddy and brother Adam here. Mom and Dad uh, weren't able to come on the trip, so Adam got the invitation and then uh, Ryan... Ryan got the extended invite, and now we find ourselves here, yep. sitting here the morning. It is Thursday, uh, February 10th. We're recording here at 11.47 a.m. Uh, here in the Dominican Republic to prepare ourselves for the Super Bowl. That's right, Ryan. You know, normally the Silver Bullet saga revolves around college football. Uh, it, like any good podcast that's live, you will... Run into some little, sound little issues. background noise. We got a little cart being rolled around. Here. But hey, like Joe Burrow, you play through it. You find a way to win, which is why we're <laughs> kind of <laughs> could a, could a cart roll any loud? It's a comical noise. It's a comical we have a, a, a loose wheel on that cart. Maybe might have to get a little WD forty. New bearing. Yeah, a little bit of oil. Thank you, sir. <laughs> he must be a listener. He's a big fan of the pod. No, all that to say is typically this is an Ohio State podcast, but when Joe Burrow does something so incredible that uh, us Buckeye uh, Bengal fans kind of have to come together and just discuss it a little bit. A lot of the time we like to uh, refer to ourselves as or maybe use it as a point of pride, but there's, there's this term that was joked around. I first heard it at FFA camp when I was working up there. It's SOBs, Southern Ohio Boys, okay? It's kind of a term of endearment for those of us blessed to live south of uh, Interstate 70. Um, we are kind of Southwest Ohio boys, but we have maybe the goat now of the SOBs, uh, which is Joe Burrow. Yep. And to kind of start this conversation, we well, Brad, Brad Collins is the goat SOB. True, true. Joe Burrow. Shout out right to Brad there. Collins. Yeah. Shout out to Brad Collins. Obviously, <laughs> Circleville, uh, Coolville legend. Um, but grew up, you know, just down the road uh, uh, from our from our guy Joey B. And Adam, maybe to, to start this conversation, we have to rewind the clocks. Sure. We're going to head back, take a little uh, time travel back. The year is 2014, okay? And Buckeye fans will look back on that uh, season pretty fondly as it was our last national championship. Um, but Adam and I were just lowly freshmen at the uh, Ohio State University up at the Lima campus. Uh, a lot of things had to fall in place for this story to take place, but... One major part of it is Adam and I were randomly paired up with uh, a roommate our freshman year. His name was Justin Carter. We're still good buddies with Justin. He's living down in Texas right now. Um, but the reason that Justin's important to this story is that Justin was a big-time high school football player. And when, Huge. When we talk, when we say big-time, I mean, Justin is an athlete. We, we love him, and he's, he's, he's a lot of fun to talk to. But the reason that he's important in this story is that he hailed from Toledo, Ohio, and went to Central Catholic High School. The reason that that's important is Central Catholic won a state championship while Justin was in high school, and our freshman year of college had made their way back to the high school football championship. State, state, champion. state, state championship. championship. State yeah. championship. The reason that that is important is because we went to the game to watch in, and in Ohio Stadium. In Ohio Stadium, okay? So now I believe they're doing it in Canton when they played the, the state championships. But back then it was in the shoe. I tell you what, it belongs in the shoe. It does. That's an excellent venue for all, for the people that make it to the top of the sport in high school to be able to play in Ohio Stadium. It, Magic. It, it's chills. We had nothing to do with the game, and it's just an incredible environment. And for folks wondering, no, the whole shoe wasn't filled up with fans. <laughs> no. But the lower bowl, I mean, yeah. there, there was there were several thousand, maybe a couple ten thousands of fans there. Yeah. Um, 
Central Catholic made their way back to the high school uh, state championship to play their cross-state rival. Okay, so Toledo up in the northwest corner, they met the Athens High School. Uh, I don't know what their... Bulldogs, I believe. Bulldogs, I think, maybe. Just because I saw a banner on That's probably right. Green was their color. And we see, uh, we kind of heard whisperings of it, but they run out of the tunnel, and we see a lot of goofy-looking white kids with bleach, bleach blonde, blonde hair. That's right. Okay, coming from Athens. And the head goofy-looking white kid is Joe Burrow, okay? At that point, we knew he was being recruited by Ohio State. I believe he maybe had just signed his letter of intent. Yeah, he definitely, we, we knew he was going yeah. to Ohio State when we watched that game. But before that, we really didn't know much about him other than that he was a high school quarterback in Ohio and was being recruited, obviously. Um, we sit there and watch this game. And Central Catholic had an awesome team, and yeah. they ended up winning the game. Yeah. Central Catholic had an unbelievable running back. I think he had maybe six or seven touchdowns. The final score was like 51 it, to 49. It was 49. a big 12 game. Yeah. It was all offense. Points all over the board. But the thing that made it so impressive, right, is this guy, Joe. You know, it's not that uncommon to have an electric running back in high school football. That can totally change the game. But when you have a quarterback that's able to make completions and make them look easy, I mean yeah. – he was, he was uh, Great pocket passer. as LeBron said, right? He's like throwing basketballs into the ocean. I mean, yeah. he, he was tossing touchdowns left and right. And us as Central Catholic fans are like, oh, this is going to be. This guy's a killer. This is going to be tough. I mean, he's out there just scoring points. <laughs> and, man, it was, it was an awesome game. It was back and forth the yeah. entire time. And um, I think it was you with a couple minutes left. You said Joe Burrow is going to take the Bengals to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh, that's true. I think if we call Justin up, he would say, Ryan, Ryan made that prediction. But, no, I'm not, I'm not sure anything like that was said. But you did get the feeling on yeah. that day that this guy's got something to him. Like, he had just something about him. He's, he's going to find – maybe he – and we didn't even know at that point if he would even play right yeah. for Ohio State. We sign, you know, a quarterback or two a year. Yep. We always sign a four- to five-star. I mean, this is very common, right? Something about being from Ohio as a quarterback going to OSU just kind of feels like you're going to be a backup. Yeah. Like, and I don't know if that's fair, but it is how it played out. Yeah. At Ohio State. And, and on top of that, Joe is not the type of quarterback that Urban normally plays to. You know? Yeah. He, he can get around. He can move with his feet. He can pick up a first down when he has to. But he's a pocket passer. Yeah. I mean, by... By trade, he he's he, become very adaptable. Exactly, I would say now he's a winner. Yeah, it's, it's literally whatever it takes to win a game. So we fast forward yeah. uh, from that point. Joe finds his way onto Ohio State's campus. Uh, him and Dwayne Haskins go back and forth, both as five-star recruits. Uh, Joe might have been a four-star recruit if we go back and look yeah. at those rankings. Um, Probably a four-star. But but Dwayne and Joe are kind of playing for that backup spot to see who is going to be the guy, you know, that takes over once JT Barrett finishes his tenth year right at Ohio State and finally graduates. Um, people like to push back on that time. Oh, go ahead. you have something? To I'm just about? looking up Joe Burrow High School. Oh, okay. Um, people like to push back on that time being like, was that the worst mistake of Urban Meyer's career? Was that the worst decision Urban Meyer? No. This is some of the worst Monday morning quarterback <laughs> talk of all time. It, it's Ohio like- State fans had no clue what to do with the situation. Yes. But they knew they didn't want another Cardale JT. Yes. Who's the quarterback three games into the season? Which situation. we just had to go through yeah. in 2015, the year <laughs> after that championship season. We, we kind of muddle up that yeah. 2015 year. Cardale's the guy. People kind of think he's going to leave. Then he has this press conference to announce he's coming back to Ohio yeah. State. <laughs> and not only that, we've got Braxton Miller on that team, yeah. who was the GOAT you know, of Ohio State quarterbacks. He moves to receiver. But then JT and Cardale are going back and forth all season. And it, I, I definitely think that that played a role, right? Yeah, in those, in those years after, how Urban does, said we got to make choices. How does Urban yeah. handle the quarterback room? How you have to have a guy, right? If not only the guy, right, that's taking those reps, that's you know he's he's handling the ball on every down. Your quarterback is the leader sure. of that room, and for you to have any dissension in the ranks, like look back, you might be able to to find a couple successful stories of a multi quarterback room, but. The majority of the time, you need one voice on the offense, and that voice is the quarterback for most of the time. So, fast forward. He's a top 300 recruit, not top. to go too far back on okay. that. Okay. Two, okay. 210 was where he finished in, in the U.S. I don't oh, know so, a that. terrific recruit, yeah. I mean, just to kind of get back into that, too, you know, the people that want to say that Ohio State made this huge decision, where were the offers, people? Yeah. Where was LSU, right, when, when he was a, a, a champion high school quarterback? Where was any, you know, Nebraska said that they got kind of laid in on the deal. 
Joe Burrow was messaging recruiters and messaging people to say, you know, how do I get more yeah. exposure? Yeah, you know, just wasn't getting. It, it feels like I'm not getting the publicity, you know, yeah. right now. And you know, Ohio State makes the offer. It's an easy offer, right, yeah. for Ohio State. Oh, He's yeah. an in-state quarterback, uh, and they get him on campus, and he gets a couple years of development. And really, the thing that I th- and and for those listening, I hope that all Buckeye fans know this. We're not try- also. This is not us being overly emotional about the situation. It's just, you know. The media loves to blow stuff yeah. up yeah. about how serious how they want to torch Urban. Was. You yeah. know, and Urban's made mistakes. Yeah, he's made a ton of mistakes. Sure, but it's unfair to put this yeah. on, onto him. This is not a. This is not one of them. So that twenty, what is it? The twenty seventeen season rolls around, yeah. and Ur- and Joe and Dwayne are going back and forth to see who's going to take Replace that starting JT. spot. Who's going to Who's going to be the anointed person to take the JT spot the next year after JT played. 15 seasons for all yes. state, yeah. something like that. And the word out of camp was, and, and remember, Dwayne Haskins comes in for the Michigan game yeah. the year before. Oh, that's everything. And wins us that game. JT went out, and uh, Dwayne comes in and scores a touchdown, you know, the whole thing. I think of, it alters history. Yes. That, that JT gets hurt by some Michigan cameraman, yeah. breaks his knee for a game. <laughs> Urban's looking to do a full FBI grassy knoll investigation. <laughs> Where's the second shooter? <laughs> he was so pissed. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. But – Dwayne comes in, and we were losing the game at that time. Dwayne wins the game yeah. in in Ann Arbor. Yeah. You know, Ohio State. That's how you become a legend, Chris Olave. How I mean, there's how, so many guys who whose careers have been made. And if it's fifty fifty between Joe and Dwayne, yeah. he has the edge for sure. It, that's legendary stuff for Ohio State. So I bring that up yeah. to say, in that off season, and he broke his hand. Well. That's where we're going. Yeah. In that off season, right? A lot of people thought it was a foregone conclusion. Dwayne's got the job. No, no, no. The report out of training camp heading into that fall season when both Dwayne yeah. and Joe were still on the team was that Joe got the edge. He was going to he, – he, he, made, he, he made it into a competition. He, he, it was closer than people thought. Yeah. And for Dwayne to have real in-game experience, that means a ton yeah. to how Joe was looking in practice. August, August 20-something of that year, we get the report. Joe Burrow broke his hand. Well, that's before the Michigan game and everything. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Twenty. Yeah, yeah. I got that, that's why that. Dwayne got the job in the Michigan game. It's because Joe. Joe was still recovering. Yeah, from yeah. The gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So Joe, Joe breaks his hand in that August because he gets it tangled in, in a defensive tackle's helmet. It's just, just some freak, freak injury. injury. Yeah. Um, and it totally changes his trajectory. Yeah. Dwayne gets the starting job the next year and has an unbelievable season. He breaks the touchdown record. <laughs> Ohio State. He's we a Heisman finalist. We act like he's mincemeat. Yeah. Because he hasn't had a great NFL career, but he was a fantastic. Pocket passer for Ohio State. Yeah, you you we set a ton of records with Dwayne in one year. Exactly. And Joe has a lackluster year at LSU as he adjusts yes. to a new offense. Yeah. We act like as soon as he gets a starting job at LSU, he wins a national championship. We're forgetting about yeah. an entire season where he learns and grows. Yeah. And we love Joe Burrow, but Dwayne was a great college quarterback. You can't knock Dwayne no. by promoting Joe. No. Dwayne was an all-time great quarterback at Ohio State. So the other thing to mention is that Joe had options when he was looking yep. to transfer. Yep. And by far, he took the ballsiest or oh, the gutsiest sure. or the most re- – whatever you want to call it by going to LSU. Nebraska and Cincinnati were both – He had a relationship with Luke Fickle, yep. who just started at Cincinnati. And, and they say – Joe has said it himself. He, that was, he was leaning towards UC. I mean, it took his recruiting trip down to LSU. Yep. And uh, for, the, for those who haven't heard this story, Joe Burrow goes down to LSU for his campus visit. Ed Orgeron – Coach O, uh, former LSU, former coach. now former <laughs> national champion uh, LSU coach, takes Joe out to eat. And Joe's only words, you know, prior to the trip was, "I want to, you know, I want to see campus and I want to eat some crawfish." Right? That's everybody's idea when you're thinking about Louisiana. Well, they go to a restaurant, right? And Coach O's got Joe. You know, they're they're sitting at the table, and O pulls up the menu. He's like, "Oh crap, there's no crawfish on yeah. the menu." The story is that Coach O runs into the kitchen. Finds a chef, pulls out $200 in cash and says, go buy as much crawfish as you can and cook it as quick as you can. we got to get this guy as much as we can. he can eat. And they did it. The, the chef, the cook went out and grabbed crawfish and they, they harvest and, and uh, they feast over it. Yeah. And that's a done deal, right? And now we know the rest of the story. You know, Joe, like Adam said, he had kind of a lackluster first yeah, year. Like a, a very normal yeah. SEC, you know, first year uh, system. LSU, folks, for those of you who don't know, 
they're not known for developing quarterbacks. No. A lot of time, you know, great quarterbacks go there and they don't perform that well. Well, Coach O and Joe Brady, Brady got to yeah. throw his name in there as the offensive coordinator. Uh, parenthesis, uh, just let go from the Panthers. Uh, Bengals may be going to be looking for a new OC this offseason. Uh, we'll see if there's a reunion that happens. That's another episode for another day. Um, but that 2019 season yeah. happens. Joe Burrow puts up maybe the best season in college football history. As a, as a huge Ohio State fan, it was a joy to watch. That was one of the best teams yes. of all time. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, yeah. There, every person on that offense is in the NFL somewhere, and they're playing. Like offensive line, receivers. And three of them are Bengals. Three of them are Bengals, which is incredible. Yeah. It, it's an all-time team, and he had probably the best – National championship story of all time. The only thing I wish is that he had a Buckeye jersey on when he did it. Yeah. You know? That, that's the only killer, right? Yeah. Um, At least he didn't go to Bama. Didn't go to Bama. <laughs> I mean, I, I, think, I think that he made a lot of LSU fans out of Ohio you know, yeah. uh, people. There was a lot of season. split Buckeye uh, LSU jerseys. Yes. You know, people were just fans of him and wanted him to succeed. And we were robbed yeah. of what would have been maybe the greatest mm. Ohio State game of all time. When Clemson, those dirty, dirty, those dirty, dirty dogs, dogs we don't the need refs, to go back to 2019. They rob us oh. of that. Uh, of that would have been the greatest, play. even as Joe beat us, which he probably would. Yeah. Just how lethal. I think we would have had a better chance than Clemson did. Yeah. I think we stacked up a little better. Yeah. Because that wasn't a game at all. It was just a misread play between Justin Fields and Chris Olave in the end zone. <laughs> Justin Fields throws the interception instead of a touchdown. We're not salty. We're not salty. We don't, dwell we don't think that. about these games. We got our revenge the year after. No, we're very salty. Just, I still think about that game. That was one of the worst losses ever to watch because we had a Clemson wide receiver taking seven steps with possession of the ball, and it was an incomplete pass. Uh, Sean Wade getting ejected <laughs> for a very normal quarterback hit. His face mask grazes Trevor Lawrence's, who ducks into the hit. He, he got gets ejected. Chase Young getting his yeah. helmet ripped I off mean, just in a, the same shot. <laughs> it's funny. We're... Adam and I have no notes in front of us on this. We're just remembering the ridiculous parts of that game. But um, anyway, fast forward. Joe Burrow has had to cancel our Airbnb in New Orleans. <laughs> we, had, we, had, we, had a, we had a place booked. We had a group ready to go. Anyway, um, so we, we fast forward. Joe wins one of the greatest national championships ever, one of the best seasons ever. Yeah. And tick-tock, tick-tock, that matches up with the Bengals. Having a horrible season. Ryan Finley. I mean, there's names on that Bengals team that people, if you're rooting for the Bengals now, you wouldn't recognize most of the most of the guys that were on that Bengals team. And Adam and I, we think back two years ago, people. Yeah. Two years ago, Cincinnati makes a late season. I think it was the last game of the season. Dolphins. No, it wasn't second last game. game Second last game of the season. And I have friends saying we can beat these Dolphins, (laughs) and I'm like, we better not beat the Dolphins. At that time. It was up in the air. At that time, the Bengals, I believe we had one win, I yeah. think. Yeah. We were one and 15, something like that. And the, and the, and the Dolphins are having a, a similar, a yeah. mirrored, horrible season. Okay? They, Stanley, they, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. Also, <laughs> long-time listener, Stanley. Huge Dolphins no, fan. No Joe Marino times two here. You totally <laughs> robbed in that game. But the game goes down to the wire, people. Okay, the Dolphins have won one game. We've won one game. It's the Burrow Bowl, they call it. It's the first team to lose. It's hopefully going to secure. It comes down to the wire. The Bengals tie it with zero seconds on the clock. It goes. At, I think we go for two. Maybe we kick an onside kick. It was the wildest end yeah. of that game, and somehow A meaningless game to win, and we lose it in overtime. Thank God against the Dolphins. <laughs> and. Um, it's hilarious. We, we got our little cousins. We love these guys. Yeah. And they're texting us at the time, who oh, day, you know, we got to win this game. It's for the locker. Boys, Joe, no. Joe is going number one, folks. <laughs> this is nothing to play around with. It, the, it, and this is me knowing there's a good chance the Bengals ruin this quarter. Yeah. I mean, there were no guarantees at that time, but we knew he yeah. was the guy that we wanted to try it with, right? Definitely. The perfect story. Not Tua. He's <laughs> not Tua. Um, <laughs> Man, there were people. There were people thinking that, and that's who Miami ended up with, yeah. right? And two is a good QB. He'll be maybe fine for them. Who knows? Yeah, but he's not our guy. Just different, you know. Um, Cinderella story. You know, eighteenth um, on Augusta. A Cinderella story. <laughs> Joe Burrow. We hear the name called, right? Number one pick overall. The Bengals made no secret about it, right? We knew who we were going with. Yeah. He was the only decision. No he's a franchise-changing QB. He had the potential to do that, and my God. 
what has he done with that opportunity? What has he done with that? So people leading up to that draft, right? Is Joe going to? Is he gonna? Is he gonna deny? Is he gonna try? Is Is he he gonna gonna Eli Manning? Eli Manning force the Bengals out of it? Is he? I'm not gonna sign with. No, no. People have too much time on their hands. He's an Ohio kid. He's a company man. And who cares if he was raised a Browns fan? We don't know what the confirmation was. We saw a hat in the room. It's hard to say. Definitely a LeBron fan growing up, obviously. Get a dog check. Um, Still a Southern Ohio boy. You know, that part of the state, you'd have a lot of Browns fans. It's kind of a mix, right? Not a Steelers fan, fan, thank God. Um, He gets drafted. He makes no bones about it. He appreciated the Browns being so open. Mike Brown, yeah, the, the real Brown, yeah, being so open <laughs> about that they'd be taking Joe. Yeah, there was no smoke and mirrors. There wasn't. They said and, it early on. We're, and we're going to take you. Giving credit to Joe. Yeah, he wasn't just coming in all bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Oh shucks, he had a meeting, and yeah. they still reference this to this day with Mike Brown prior to being drafted. Guys, I'm going to go to a place that is committed to winning a Super Bowl. Sure. Okay. And we give Mike Brown a lot of crap, and he deserves it. He deserves a lot, a lot of time. You know, these last twenty years, there's been a lot of very painful football. If you've been a Bengals fan, there's been a lot of off seasons where there've been great free agents available, and we don't make a splash. Generations before us know how they handled new stadiums. How we're going to lay it on taxpayers. <laughs> That's not for me to hold resentment about. I know generations before me did not like Grandpa, surrounding counties. Grandpa Denny is still talking about it. He's still talking about it. But, but it's not my fight. <laughs> this is a new year. It's a new Bengals team. And my God, it's a new quarterback. I mean, Joe Burrow has ignited this fan base in a way. I don't think anybody else could have done it. No. You know, something similar to no. this. Everybody is back. Everybody who was never a Bengals fan is here. And we welcome them. Yeah. He brought the culture. I mean, he he brought a coaching culture in yeah. with him, along with the talent. So, he said, we're going to go after it. Yes. A thousand percent, and we would be remiss to not give some credit to Zach Taylor. Sure, a, a great, an additional name to be mentioned here. Um, served his time. It seems like everybody who is around Sean McVay is kind of touched by Midas's touch, yeah. right? They get some kind of shake here in the NFL, and maybe we had some reservations when they, when they signed him. He's a young guy. Yeah. He was signed at, I believe, he was thirty-five. Yeah, when he uh, started coaching here with the Bengals. I remember Lance. I listened to it the day we hired him. Yeah, Lance McAllister, seven hundred. For those that listen. He just could not take a stance either way, good hire, bad hire, which I get because just like so many of these successful NFL hires, it's a shot in the dark. Yeah. You don't know until they get there. And also a lot of things had to break his yeah. way. Personnel, yeah. it's a huge decision, right? A good coach is only as good as his players, right? So many things had to break his way. But he's a very authentic guy. Yeah. You know, he doesn't put on a front. No. He wants to win games. Players respect him because he's very open about just the way he does business. I loved uh, the, I don't think it, or maybe it was Burroughs draft. They're doing the Zoom, uh, you know, all the stuff with that, right? And they show the clips of the coaches' homes. Kyle Shanahan sitting in his uh, Southern California home, and it looks like yeah. out of like Succession or some like yeah. billionaires movie, right? Waterfalls, fireplaces, beautiful house. I'm not not knocking him for it. Then they go to Zach, and Zach's got like a home office. Yeah. It's like a back studio. Maybe there's a TV in there, yeah. and it's just a very, very normal. I mean, it's just very. It just seems his personality, right? Very much is Midwestern. It's, you know, it feels Midwestern. I don't even know where he's from. Do you know? I don't either. I had to look that up. Yeah. Anyway, he serves his time under Sean McVay as a quarterbacks coach. Develops Jared Goff. Gets to a Super Bowl. Yeah. With the Rams, which is when we make the hire after that. Yeah. Um, and we bring him in to to kind of start this new era. And, man, he's done a heck of a job. He, he's, he's, take, really he's, he's took a lot of heat. The first two years, justifiably, yeah. right? We win one game the first season. Some Joe tears his ACL, and yeah. it felt a lot like different play calling could have provi- avoided it. But when the offensive line is as abysmal as it is, <laughs> the coach, it's like, what which, do you we, mean? which we will get to. <laughs> we can't play action and have him scramble every play. Even if he does, somebody's going to hit him. Yeah. <laughs> So Zach, what it was a thousand percent. So Zach Taylor, credit credit where it's due. He's he's schemed up an awesome offense this yeah. year, no doubt. He's you can hear it every time Joe is asked a question about Zach. You can hear that there's a trust there, there's a relationship there between those two. Yeah, and, and Joe makes a point to give credit to Zach and, and the leadership that he's shown in the room, which we know, you know. Joe has done a lot. Uh, it's a LeBron and insert coach's name <laughs> yeah, situation. Tyron, Tyron to a point. Yeah. To a point. Um, but it's also Zach knows when to, to 
Put the give gas a little on. Slack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let the players. They're leading the team. They're going to give the pregame speeches. I've heard him. We're going to go through this with the playoff yeah. games. But yes, I yeah. think the coaching has been pretty unbelievable through the playoffs to get these guys prepared. We hope that that's the case this week. But Adam, why don't we turn the clocks back a few weeks here and walk folks through how the Bengals found their way into the position uh, that they're in? And I know that you have the playoff games queued up, but I, I really think that you have to start this story probably back to week sixteen. Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Um, Lightning in a bottle. 17. Or 16. Because we are 17 seasons. January 2nd. Now. Yeah, yeah. January 2nd. The this Chiefs. This is an all-time Ohio sports weekend, first of all. A little bit of silver bullet. <laughs> yeah. You know, for for a for, uh, – and we're going to do a podcast on this. but A season recap of the Buckeyes. The games went very similar. Yeah. Utah and Chiefs go up two touchdowns to start the game, and it's like, guys, this is <laughs> – we are in a tough spot with these games. Man, we're in a tight spot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. From my brother right now. Um, so the, the Chiefs walk into Paul Brown Stadium that day. They've already clinched, obviously, a playoff bid, but they're playing for the number one seed. With a win over the Bengals that day, the yeah. Chiefs would clinch the number one seed in the AFC, which is important, obviously, for home field advantage. It's a huge deal. Yeah. You get a bye, you know, your first week, you don't have to play a game, and then you have home field for the rest of the playoffs until you get to the Super Bowl. So, yeah. Didn't a, work out for some. A, a lot on the line. Yeah, you know, the Chiefs walking into that. The Bengals, that day... Security. Clinch yeah. a division, you know, uh, with a win there. They clinched the division and the playoff spot, right? And it was a street fight of a division this year. A lot of us, as Bengals fans, walking into that game are thinking, you know what, let's give it a good shot. Yeah. But the season's going to come down to next week, yeah. right, when we play the Browns. That's yeah. what we were all thinking. Uh, it was going to be for the division, which would have been a heck of a game, and, you know, no argument there. But they don't wait. Yeah. Joe Burrow uh, seems to be a little selfish in that way. If he can get out there and take it, He's going to take it. That's the story of this whole season, Ryan. It's <laughs> next next season was supposed to be yes, it for us. Yes. You know, he said, "No, it's us. Yeah, now's the time." That's how we found ourselves in the Super Bowl, and we do need to go through the steps of what got us there. But he said, "We don't need next season. Yeah, we don't know what is next season. Tomorrow's not promised." That's right. Um, That's how we got there. So that Chiefs game, right? I, just like Adam said, it's it's similar to the Rose Bowl, right? The Chiefs go up a couple touchdowns. We're we're down eleven points. I remember that going into the half. Yeah. We get out into that second half, and it is so similar yeah. to the playoff game that we just watched in the AFC Championship. The Bengals shift their formation on defense, right? No longer are we going to give up any big plays, okay? We're changing the whole mentality. Give up everything underneath. We're only rushing three defenders. Yeah. Keep Mahomes in the pocket and make him be patient. Make him be conservative. I'm just looking at it here. Adam? Three points in the second half Adam? for the Chiefs. That is something that Mahomes struggles with. And I love Mahomes. I think he's a terrific quarterback. But when he's... Bad family, great player. Bad family, horrible wife, horrible brother. No, I I don't (laughs) want to knock him too much. We don't know. His brother is a goofy dancer on TikTok. If you you haven't looked it up, don't. Um, (laughs) But we force Mahomes in that second half to be conservative. He's got to take check down throws. He's got to... They got to run it. And they don't... He hates playing like that. Yeah. He wants to take the big shots. He wants... And I get it. He's a highlight real quarterback. He, He makes great plays. But they couldn't that day. And man, it's such the, a damning stat line. No points in the third quarter. Yeah. The Bengals lead this comeback, led by Joe Burrow and the defense. This is something that a lot of people want to cover up, right? Everybody anoints Joe, and they should. He's the only reason that we're here. It takes right? a whole team. But it takes a whole team. It takes the defense stepping up and making unbelievable plays. And yes, it starts with that win in week 16. But Adam. Start taking us through the playoffs, right? Sure. Week, week one of the playoffs, the Bengals are playing in the wild card. Adam, there is no more pressure on any team <laughs> than the Bengals. Well, yeah. Right? I mean, if you think about it in that way, right? Yeah. We haven't won a playoff game since 1988. But also to lose it. Yes. We got next year. Yes. You know? So the pressure conversation is an interesting yeah. one. I only bring it up to say... yeah. This guy, Joe, man. He's so cool. He doesn't feel it. No. He's, he's been in the fire, you know. He went to LSU. He's played in the national. He's played on the biggest stages, in the biggest stadiums. He walked in to Tuscaloosa yeah. and beat Alabama yep. with a great team. Alabama had a great team that year. He doesn't care about pressure. Doesn't care. Doesn't bother him at all. Joe so, cool. week one, all of us that, that have watched it for years, right, we, the Andy Dalton years, five years in a row, Marvin Lewis – has good, strong Bengals teams, wins the division, goes to the playoffs, loses in the first round. 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 Five years in a row. That's what we're met with, right? It's tough. Fast forward. It felt like a curse. Yeah. 
Fast forward here. The year of our Lord, 2022. We're led by Joey Cool, Joe Burrow. Yep. The Raiders, Adam. The Las Vegas Raiders walk in to Paul Brown Stadium. Take us through what happens. Well, we've got a stat line here from Joe. You know, two touchdowns, 244. Kind of a pedestrian game, but I'll, the thing that ties most of these games together is ball control. We're not getting the ball over. Yeah. That In the playoffs in the NFL, if you can just keep the turnovers positive, you know, get some from them, don't give any. A lot of that falls on your QB. You're going to have a heck of a shot. Yeah. And so no interceptions. He took uh, two sacks. Well, two Adam, Adam, Adam. Uh, oh, never mind. I want, I'll get to that when we yeah. get to the Titans, but go ahead. with the a, a pedestrian game, but not a bad game. He, he did exactly what he needed to. Did he to. play better than his opponent? Exactly. Yeah. Yes, he did. 100%. You've got Derek Carr with one touchdown and one interception, and that interception decided the game. Game-sealing interception at the end of the game. Um, was it Jermaine Pratt who comes down with it? I think so. I believe so uh, uh, on the end zone. Um, comes down with the interception to seal it. But, guys, that was a dogfight. If you watch that yeah. game, the Bengals get up a little bit. Um, Somehow felt like the tightest game. <laughs> it, it really was. Because it came, it, it came down to it with Derek Carr balling his And it was, it was a matchup yeah. problem. I mean, they have good defense. The Raiders have good defense. Um, and I think that maybe some of that is also, guys, we have a heck of a young team. Yeah. You know, this Bengals team is very young. Sure. And, and even though I have no court, like Joe doesn't feel the pressure, right? We've got a ton of other young guys, right? And, and some of them it's probably maybe, the youngest team in the NFL. I don't know the stat. Yeah. But, Feeling the shakes, right? Yeah. Got the jitters a little bit. We're working them out, and we're growing together that's in right. the playoffs. And I think that that's maybe something to talk about is this team's gotten better with every game 100%. they've played. A, a right? Yeah. So anything else notable with the Raiders, right? I mean, it just came, it came down to it with Derek Carr, ball in his hand to try and tie the game up at the end, and we had a game-winning interception, which is a fantastic way to finish a game. I wouldn't like it in the end zone like that because it is that close. But Give us Jamar Chase's stat line. Jamar's uh, stat line was three for 23 yards. Mixon – oh, no, 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 that's rushing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's not right. Nine receptions, 116 yards. Is I mean, that good, Adam? It's pretty nine, good. Nine, nine receptions, CJ Adam. yards. Huge game also. CJ, yeah. Touchdown, 64 yards. Yep. I mean, CJ, not the best tight end in the league. Uzama, for those listening. Uzama, for yep. those listening. But definitely the most passionate, I'd say, in the whole league. He's a firecracker on the offense. He's yeah. the energy that drives. You know, if Joe is the calm, cool leader of the team, right, Uzama is that vocal he's in bringing the face. Juice. Like, he's, he's getting the team juiced and ready to roll. Yeah. Adam, take us into that. So we, we walk out of Paul Brown. 26-19. The, the, the stadium is, is ready to explode. The city is ready to explode. It felt like we won the Super Bowl. We, we won the wild card weekend. After that game, for us as fans, we were like, this is all gravy. Yep. You know, anything beyond this moment is gravy. And the thing that we received by winning the wild card game is a chance to go up against the number one AFC team, the Tennessee Titans. Yep. Very and, – and little silver bullet saga tie-in. little shout-out to Mike Vrabel. He's done a heck of a job yep. at that franchise. Very likable team. Very likable team. Very tough team. Run-heavy team. Derrick Henry, Henry, one of the most – I mean, probably one of the most prolific running backs of all time. Coming off of injury. Coming off of an injury. This game. Shattered his foot. He's playing in that game with a steel foot. He's got this big plate in his foot. Somehow he's playing. <laughs> um, uh, and what but, do we do to Derrick Henry? The whole national headline the whole week. They're, how are they going to do it? How are they going to wrap up Derrick? Oh, he's going to – 20 carries, 62 yards. <laughs> 3.1 ca- – are you kidding me? Bottled. Completely bottled. 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 So – we walk into the Titan Stadium that day, right? And everybody's feeling, you know, this is gravy. You know, let's give it our best shot. This and that. They're the number one team, right? Yeah. They've bested the Chiefs. They've bested the Bills. You know, they've played the best teams in the AFC, and they've won. And they sellout crowd, sellout Nashville. crowd. Terrific, terrific, uh, terrific stadium down there. Heck of a lot of Bengals fans. Yeah. Heck Traveled of a lot really of well. Fans. Been an underwritten story, an underspoken about story of this postseason is how well this fan base has traveled. I mean, yep. to to the uh, to KC as well. We'll get there in a second. Adam, story of this one. Take us through the game. It's turnovers. Yeah, it's turnovers, and that's the story of the NFL. Is turnovers. Ryan Tannehill. This is the difference. He's a good quarterback. He's not a great one. He's a quarterback that can get you the number one seed. He's a quarterback that can win you a lot of regular season games. He's a quarterback that folds under pressure. That's right. Three interceptions, one to open the game, yeah. and one the to first, basically seal it. The first pass. Yeah. The first pass of the game. Adam and I were sitting in uh, uh, Mad Tree. Mad Tree Brewing uh, Co. on the uh, northeast side of Cincinnati. If you ever get a chance to get down there, great place to watch a game. Huge area. Yeah. Um, delicious food, but a ton of Bengals game uh, fans there that day. The first throw of the yeah. game. Tannehill throws this interception. 
and the place explodes. It erupts. All of Cincinnati erupts. You don't know that they're going to win, right, that day. But it helps. But, man, it feels good. It's a great start to the game. Uh, the Bengals, I think, get a field goal out pretty, of that yeah, on the first sure. drive. A lot of field goals in this game. Boys, that Tennessee defense was after Joe that day. Adam, yeah. how many sacks? Nine sacks. How many times have we heard that these last few weeks? He's going to get killed. <laughs> this, is, this was as damning as against for our offensive line. Uh, Titans had a great defensive game plan. Great. We're not going to let him scramble. Yeah. We're just going to try and hold him right in the box. Give him no time. Suffocate him. Nothing. Yeah. You know? We're not going to chase him. Yeah. We're going to close in around him. Yep. Which is, and it worked perfect. I'm surprised the Chiefs didn't pursue that. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. And we'll get to we'll get to the, the big uh, the big elephant in the room, the, the Aaron Donald elephant. Joe uh, didn't have a fantastic game, but he did what he needed to do to win. One interception, no touchdowns, QBR rating of twenty eight point two, but three hundred forty eight yards. There were yards walking up and down the field. Yeah. We we were getting up and down the field that day. The the stat line to to remember, and we have a little songbird sitting right next to us. Hilarious, this little blackbird. Hilarious. <laughs> Excuse me, Hello, sir. we're we're recording a podcast. Can, can little, you be respect, a beautiful oh, little person? You are very handsome. Yes. Come on, let's get yeah, get, get on, out shoot, here. Get out. Fly. Here. Um, <laughs> All right, he, um, he might be hanging out. I don't know. Um, sir, for Joe to win the game by being sacked nine times, I think that they showed a bunch of stat lines on that. That doesn't happen. No, folks. QBs, you don't win a game no. getting sacked nine times. Ever. So we, we walk out of the <laughs> – and, and it happens again, right? A game-sealing interception, right? Logan uh, – what's our guy? <laughs> Logan Wilson. Logan Wilson. Logan Wilson another one of our rookies, our, our uh, middle linebacker, Logan Wilson, tips a pass yeah. through the middle of the field. I think that they were targeting, targeting Julio Jones maybe on that play. Yeah. Julio Jones, maybe A.J. Brown. Julio Jones tips the pass up under the air. Eli Apple comes down with a terrific. No. No, it was, uh, it was either Hilton, Wilson, or Bates. I think it was Bates. It's, it's, at least that's a sound. So let's see. Oh, was it Wilson? Because Hilton has the tip pass. I think, I think Apple tips it to Wilson. Maybe it was the – okay, it was the reverse. Yeah. Eli Apple gets a hand – that is what it was. Yeah, yeah. Eli Apple's in coverage, gets a hand on the ball, tips it up in the air. Logan Wilson comes down with it. And we knew – at that point, we need I mean, 10 yards. We need 10 yards from Joe. The, the, the entire story of the season. Evan. McPherson. Go ahead. Just. <laughs> we got a lot. We got a lot of flack for drafting a kicker. Yeah. Well, fifth round. Fifth round. Yeah. Guys, this is why you draft a kicker. How many games have we won coming down to a field goal? How many field goals has he freaking scored? He, I believe the stat is he has forty points. Yeah. He has forty points this this postseason, which thirteen of our nineteen in that game. Oh my gosh! <laughs> How many fifty yarders in that game alone? Four yeah. field goals and an extra point. Just <laughs> what, was the, what was the it long? Was a 54. 54, 54 was the long. and that was to win. It. That was to win. Yeah. So, Evan McPherson, this 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 hilarious Southern kid. I mean, yeah. he's from Florida. Had a great career in college. We draft him, guys. As cool as Joe is. Evan McPherson has ice in his veins. Yeah. I mean, he walks out there and says, this is the quote that will live in infamy in Bengals history. He goes to uh, our backup guy, Blake, uh, back, backup quarterback, uh, Brandon Allen. Brandon Couldn't Allen. think of it. Um, and he says, I guess we're going to the AFC Championship. Before he <laughs> makes the kick. Before he goes out on the field, he says to the backup QB, well, it looks like we're going to the AFC Championship. Stones the size of... <laughs> The balls outside of uh, Talawanda High School. <laughs> if anybody's been there, That's you know, for our Southern Ohio people, you know that reference. You've been to you've been to Braves Field. Brave Field, excuse me. Um, Evan McPherson walks out and makes the kick, right? And boys and girls, the Bengals are headed to the AFC Championship. Unbelievable! For the thing. first time since '88. Adam, say the Rome thing, whatever it is. You can just merely whisper it. You know, democracy. democracy. Anything more than that, and it finishes. The Bengals, gladiator the, Bengals, the Bengals are playing in the AFC Championship. And not only that, the stage couldn't be bigger. Oh, man. We sign our ticket, right? We're heading out to KC. Everybody watched that Buffalo Chiefs game. You know, 
It was a foregone conclusion. The Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. They're going to beat the crap Incredible out of the Bengals. Teams. Yeah. The Bills easily could have been same deal. And credit to the Chiefs. And yeah. credit to the Bills. Unbelievable teams. The next five years in the AFC no are defense, going to be though. unbelievable. No defense. No defense. Supposedly two Pro Bowl safeties for the Bills. Supposedly. <laughs> Didn't really see them do anything against Mahomes. Supposedly. No Pro Bowl safeties for the Bengals. Nothing to see. Single coverage. Yeah. yeah. No, nothing to see that's, here. That's nothing to see here. Supposedly the two best safeties in the league. I beg to differ. Jeff. Jesse Bates has something to say about that. Um, <laughs> the stage couldn't be bigger. You know, we're heading to Arrowhead Stadium. The best, the best. You don't even know how loud it gets. God, what a controversy! The, the, the Chiefs, the Chiefs fans pull up the infographic of Joe last year saying, "No, I'm last year." He's not even talking about any specific NFL stadium. He just says, "No, I'm not worried about crowd noise." The SEC. You know, has you know, I played in some of the loudest environments in sports. I've never been an Arrowhead, guys. I can guarantee you, there's eight stadiums in college football louder than NFL stadium. You're you're joking. Chiefs fans, literally. I mean, it was like they were self conscious about it. They yeah. were like, "Oh, dude, so- he's never seen anything like this." Oh my god! He's, he's been to Penn State, and that's probably the fourth loudest stadium <laughs> in college football. Anyway. Walking into Arrowhead, right? It's nothing's louder. We're gonna have false starts all game. <laughs> all this from the Chiefs fans. And to my Chiefs fans, I do have Chiefs fan friends. I get it. You know, you guys are the salt, the the, the cat can walk, baby. You know, you're the salt of the NFL. Yeah. You're the you're the you got the franchise QB. You're the face of the league. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe maybe, maybe Joe not. Burrow, like many other things, maybe he's got something to say about that. That's right. And what the hilarious headline leading into that game was. Is it Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen yeah. for the future of the NFL? Yep. It's one of these two. The NFL, all the talking heads had anointed it. This is going to be the 10-year battle they hate, between these they two. They hate this. <laughs> I mean, this is like worst-case scenario. They're reeling. Bengals They're reeling. So Joe Burrow takes this squirrely bunch of guys right into Arrowhead Stadium. And, folks, it's a bad start. It is a bad start. We, we're, I drove home to watch it, me, Adam, Mom, and Dad. Uh, we just had uh, mom and dad just got this new couch. They're very excited about. It's a very comfortable couch. We we all. Uh, this is worth saying. Mom <laughs> hits a grand slam for in, food in terms of the thing. food for for what. And it was just us four. It's people coming together. Yeah. You know, it's like a team. You know, everybody <laughs> needs to do their job. So I get sent to Liberty, Indiana, to pick up. Jay's JoJo's, if you've ever had them, they're fantastic. And uh, El potato Ro- wedges, El Reparo, uh salsa, and chips, chips and salsa, and some guacamole. Mom and Dad go to Hamilton, yeah. Ohio, right? <laughs> We're getting uh, some ribs from Rib City. If you if you like barbecue and you Montgomery Inn has nothing on yeah. these ribs. Montgomery Inn is fine, whatever. Rib City in Hamilton. Uh, talk. What's our guy's name? Bill Smith. Mike. Mike. Talk to Mike, the owner. Ask for the cheesecake if you're not afraid of getting punched. And get some waffle fries. Little inside joke. There. Yeah. Unbelievable food. But mom gets an order of ribs, uh, a couple racks of ribs uh, to go, some canes, chicken fingers, a whole bunch of sauce. I mean, we were, we were kings. We were kings. We were kings. We are dining on the best food Southern Ohio has to offer. If Joe's going to give us some skyline order, dip, we got to do the same thing. Exactly. So we we did our part. The game, <laughs> <laughs> the game starts. The game starts. Mahomes walks down the field and scores two touchdowns. And uh, and and maybe we're thinking, okay, well, all right, well, we got here, right? A good season. Division champions, you know, good season. And it's true. Even if we lose that game, guys, we're a year ahead. You know, Joe, we're a year ahead. Joe does not care. We're Joe going. Shut the hell up. We have the most. And for Bengals fans, this might be something you like to know. We have the most cap space going yeah. into this NFL offseason of any team. We have all the upside in the NFL. For those of you who don't follow it that closely, what that means is we can buy any free agent we want. The Chiefs we- are running out of years <laughs> to, to, to make runs. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk yeah. about that when yeah. we get to the offseason. We get down two touchdowns. Adam, take us through what happens. Down two touchdowns. Um, to, to get specifically into what happened. The play right before the half. Play right before half. What's, What's the, the score? Score is, uh, let's see. It's 21. 21 to, it's 21 to 11, I think. Or, or 10. Maybe we, we should know this. Goal. I think we had a field goal on ten. It was 10. 21 to 10 because we were down 11. A field goal in the first 11. quarter and a touchdown at the Mahomes second. Mahomes has the ball on the five-yard line. It's first and, fi- first and goal on the five. Bad football decisions here. Folks, if they score anything, it's, it's got to be game. Now. It's game. Maybe it's not. 
I don't even want to pursue what happens yeah. if they score that touchdown. Exactly, exactly. Or if they kick the field goal. You're up two touchdowns getting the ball going into the third quarter. I don't want to spend too much time on this game, but there was a timeout that the Chiefs were charged by challenging a rule in the first quarter that at the time I was like, that seems significant. Yeah. Like, I, and, and the challenge was approved. I don't really understand the rules. It was for a first down. So the challenge, that they challenged the play on the field, and they won it. The challenge was correct. But the NFL, the new rule is you still lose that timeout, in the first which doesn't make quarter? any sense. Yeah, it was in the first Or in the quarter. first half. Yeah, first half. You lose the timeout. Yeah. Second half, you don't lose it, I think. Maybe, something like that. It's a very strange rule. What I, I don't understand it. The reason that it was impactful was because they didn't have a timeout. They didn't have that use. last they timeout. They needed this timeout, right? First down, nothing. Second down, nothing. They're starting to sweat. Third down, there's six seconds left on the clock. And everybody's like, what the heck are Patrick they doing? Patrick makes a real bad Kick decision. a field goal. Or Kick. if you do pass it, it throw it through be the, end zone. In the end zone. Throw it through the end zone. Patrick, and it's an out route. To being fair yeah. to him, how many times have we seen this work? A little out route to Tyreek Hill, Tyree the fastest Hill player in the league. is an incredible player. Yeah. Probably best receiver in the league. <laughs> my, my timer here is giving me the 60-minute warning. That's how long we can record. Oh, okay. So we got 15 minutes to burn through this. Um, he makes this pass to Tyreek Hill. Eli Apple, in one-on-one coverage, makes the tackle of the season. Tackle of the season. Tackle of his career, probably. Patrick Mahomes turns to the ref and tries to call a timeout. What are we doing? Listen, Pat, you challenged some first meaningless first down when you guys were rolling us. So, first quarter. just to fast forward, yeah. they don't score any points. The comeback is exactly the same, essentially. The as right well. coaching decision is to kick a field goal. They yeah. got greedy. Yeah. They're trying to put nail, nail meat coffin. Andy Reid agreed to that, and he said he put Patrick in a bad position trying to make him make the play right there at the end of the game. Anyway, the comeback happens. We beat the Chiefs. Confetti everywhere, tears everywhere. One of the best. Grandpa Lenny comes by the house for the last two there, minutes. There's of the some game. things we don't want. To, we shouldn't fast forward through. Another parallel from the last game: three points by the Chiefs in the second half. Yes, the defense. The defense, the defense. completely stands yeah. up. We lose the coin toss. We've got Romo screaming about <laughs> eleven in one. If you lose the coin toss in overtime, the winner of the coin toss, eleven and one in overtime. Yes. It's like Jim, Jim, Jim. I hope they don't mess this up. I don't even mind Romo, but he had a bad game. It was yeah, a bad game. It was a bad all, uh, announcing. Announcing. Nance but, is so much better. But an all-time interception needed it when you know. In, in when I need you to do the most, you give me the very, very best. Who comes up with that one? Uh, it was Von Bell. Von, Von Bell, Bell comes it because Eli Apple, two Buckeyes, yeah, in overtime, almost picks it yeah. the play before. Yep, goes right through. And his Von hands. Bell comes up with the game, essentially the game-winning interception. Because we know, guys, we needed a field goal. Hey, guess who has the best field goal money offense? We have the best field goal offense. Oh yeah, in the league, you, you can't, <laughs> we, we can score field goals. We can't score touchdowns to save our lives, but we can kick a field goal. Anyway, when we get in the red zone, yeah. Um, so the Bengals win the AFC Championship for the first time since 1988. Correct. Correct. I believe that's yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and folks, if that sounded magical before to say we're going to the AFC Championship, to say the words the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl? Two seasons ago, man, I did. I, Five I, years ago, if you ask me what team in Ohio yeah. had the greatest chance of winning, the Bengals would have been the last choice, you know, for most likely to win a championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Reds, the crew. Three Ohio seasons State, ago, you know, we, we had guys in uh, uh, Kroger's uh, paper bags on their heads, so embarrassed to be at the game. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah, no, that's There's true. a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, I, I'm ashamed to even be here, but I'm still a fan. <laughs> a lot of signs saying sell the team. You know, Mike, we, you had a good run. Give it up. And I want to give props to the fan base too, man. We, there, there's a heck of a lot. I mean, there's a lot of new fans, obviously, for this year, which is great. We, we love that. But, man, there's, there's fans that have been going. There's fans that haven't missed a game yeah. in the last 30 it's, years. There's stories you, give, you get chills. Longworth Hall, you know, the community that's out there by the stadium, the that folks jungle. that tailgate, the jungle. I mean, it's, it's just a great group. Adam, I know we had other stuff, and we want to talk about the receivers and things. Let's get to the game, the big game. The big one. Right? Yeah. The Super Bowl. Yeah, we need Super Bowl 56 this Sunday. Kickoff, uh, it's like 3.30 local time in, in California. It's 6.30 for those of you tuning in and Eastern time. The Bengals uh, open up with the Vegas line as four-point underdogs, which is just fine because we've been Actually, underdogs. Actually, spread's three and a half. Now it's three and a half. Yeah. Okay, got a little closer. We've been underdogs in every game in this postseason. Wouldn't want it any other Wouldn't way. Wouldn't want it any other way. Uh, Joe does. Joe's tired of the underdog mentality, but that's what we want from our starting uh, quarterback, right? True. Blind confidence. Confidence in his team and his guys and the scheme and the preparation that they've had to this point. I, Go ahead. Not, not to be a complete stat nerd on this, I just saw this, though. Points per game for Rams and Bengals equal. 
27.1 really? on the season. 27.1 average points per game. Okay. Points allowed, they got a slight edge on us, 18.3 to 19.7, but that's a wash. Yeah. I mean, that's Both that's Evan really showing up, yeah. and uh, you guys are in trouble. They also play in the NFC. Yeah. It's just a different environment. Mm-hmm. Total yards, uh, this would be a season average, very close also, 38, 386 to 385. Uh, we were just a little short on both the passing and the rushing, just about a yard short okay. on each to make it. Um, yards allowed. We give up about 100 more yards a game. That's so, true. Something to think we about. We tighten up on red zone. That, yeah. That's kind of how it is. Let's start getting into player names, right? Here, sure. folks. These are the names yeah. to know. Everything if you know, I just said really doesn't matter. No, no, no. You're good. For the, for the Super Bowl. <laughs> the, yeah. The, literally, throw yeah. most of the stats yeah. out yeah. most of the time. Um, these are the names to know. And, that, and that's the reason that we even started this podcast ever for Ohio State football is if you're a casual fan, what are the storylines, right, when you get into a game like this? Aaron Donald. Okay. Yeah. If you need to know one name on the Rams, that's the one. This guy looks like a T-Rex. Yeah. Uh, he is a he's, – he's – Actually, for Bengals fans, comparable size to Geno Atkins a couple years ago. Kind of a stout. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's, he's a shorter guy for a uh, defensive tackle. They call him a defensive end, but he's more of a I defensive I think they call tackle. him a tackle. They, they do call him a tackle, but he kind of acts like an end because he goes anywhere on the line there's a weakness. They can put him anywhere. He lines up wherever you want. He is Essentially, guys, he's the guy trying to kill Joe the, yep. this weekend. Not only that, okay, so Aaron Donald, a lot of people describe him as the best player in football, regardless of position. He's probably the best NFL player. He's a freak. Is. He's a freak. He's, a, he's unbelievable. As, as Lapham said this week, he doesn't round corners when he beats a guy. He cuts straight to the quarterback. Yeah. They're, they're, he's got an edge presence where a lot of these bigger guys have to make a turn. Yeah. This guy makes a cut. Yeah. You know, it's like he's on ice with skates. He now, turns. Now, maybe before this, we should talk about how the teams are set up. L.A., guys, yeah. has gone all in. They you went know, super team. You've got your chips yeah. on the table. That is them. They've pushed all their chips in. They've traded all their first-round picks away. Rounders, pay that man his money. Pay that man his money. Yeah. Um, they traded all their first-round picks away for, like, the next five years. They won't be picking yeah, up the first round. <laughs> this they gave, is it. <laughs> they, gave, they gave, like, two to the Lions to bring Matt Stafford in, who we'll get to in a second. Um, they signed Von Bell yeah. from the Broncos, another terrific defensive end. Von Miller. Von Miller. Sorry, Von Bell's our guy. Von Miller. Von from, is from an all-time name. Yeah, it's a great name for an NFL player. Jalen Ramsey, yep. probably the number one cornerback in the NFL. He's an unbelievable player. Spent a lot of time with the Jaguars, then with the Washington football team. Yeah. Uh, found his way out there. I mean, folks, they He's bought, a Swiss Army knife they bought the all of the most expensive players, yeah. essentially. OBJ, yep. they pick him up off waivers when the Browns totally it's messed that Warriors, whole situation. It's a Warriors, it's a Miami yeah. Heat yeah. situation. Yeah. They're, they're looking to win a Super Bowl right now. Flip that to the Bengals, right? We have very few free agent, you know, giant Free yeah. agent acquisitions. This offseason, we get we bring Trey Hendrickson in from yeah. the Steelers. He's a, he's been a terrific ad. DJ uh, Reader, DJ Reader from the Titans a couple or the Texans, excuse me, a couple years ago. Um, you know Von Bell from the yeah. Saints. Yeah. Eli Apple uh, yeah. from the Saints. Um, other guys on defense. We, we picked up some guys that the league yeah they, called question. This is the difference. Yeah, this is the difference. The the guys that the Rams have signed are the A plus blue, blue chip stock. Yeah. I mean, number one guys. We 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 kind of have some kinda, poverty guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not poverty, but they're downtrodden. I mean, Eli Apple was left for dead. Yeah. After the Saints, and, and he's the opened Giants. up on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's, if you want to find some funny tweets, go to Eli Apple's Twitter. He talks crap. I mean, he 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 saved the receipts from the people that were mean to him the last few years <laughs> on him getting torched, and he should. He's, he should. He's had, he's had an awesome postseason. That's what you want in the corner. Exactly. Short memory. Anyway, Jalen Ramsey. Not a short memory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Jalen Ramsey. Another matchup to look for is going to be Jalen Ramsey matched up with Jamar Chase. Absolutely. Our number one receiver, their number one quarterback. Cornerback. We'll see if Jalen can hold him. Yeah. Otherwise, they're going to have to double team him, which is going to open some other stuff up. I think Jamar had a quote this week. He was like, I think that, or the, the word is that they're going to put Jamar on me, or that they're going to put Jalen on me. And, you know, he thinks he can, he can stick with me. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And that's what I want to hear from Jamar. He's, yeah. He might be faster than Tyreek Hill at this point. He's one of the fastest players in the NFL. And he's got that wiggliness to him. If he gets the ball, he can get into open space and score a touchdown. Almost any play. It's unbelievable. So, Jalen Ramsey versus Jamar. Aaron Donald versus the entire offensive line. Yeah. Um, we're probably going to be doing six-man uh, formations. Oh, another on the story line. of the Chiefs game. Offensive line stood up. Yeah. One side. And C.J. Zama. 
And CJ was on. CJ got injured. We thought he tore his ACL. Uh, yeah. And, or a very serious knee injury. Changed into street clothes, walking around with a cast on. You know, and for those of you who are casual <laughs> fans, like, we were kind of tearing up. Like, yeah. he is the heartbeat of the offense. Pretty, like we mentioned he's earlier. Kind, it's yeah. like, man, this is – kind of reminded me of, uh, of uh, Trey Sermon. Yeah. You know, it's a couple like, years this ago. is a yeah. big hit. Yeah. Collarbones. Yeah. yeah. Um, guys, TJ, they, they do this pep rally on Monday <laughs> in Cincinnati. CJ walks out with this giant knee brace on. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Steve Nash, uh, pick your WWE GIF. Rips it off. <laughs> he rips it off and throws it into the center of the field like he's some WWE superstar. It's unbelievable. Um, other names to know. I mean, Matt Stafford. He's playing. He, he is playing for legacy, guys. Matt Stafford, a lot of people think with a Super Bowl win, he is a locked-in Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. He's got a lot on the line. <laughs> you could say the pressure is all is on the Rams. A little bit on the Rams. The pressure is all. <laughs> the pressure is all on the Rams because they're in the win now phase. To me, it's a Chiefs situation. Yeah. Everybody thinks you've got it. You start. You start catching balls. You know, holding them, holding, them, holding your hands a little tighter. Yep. You, you know, Stafford starts squeezing it a little more when he throws. Folks, if you want to know one prediction, because we we'll give score predictions right before the time here. Yeah. If you want to know one thing. If, if you were betting on one thing in the clutch, if Matt Stafford has to win the Rams the game in the fourth quarter, and, and Clay Paris is going to hate me for saying this, he's going to throw a pick. That's my prediction. Yeah. If the Rams are down and you need Matt to win you the game at the end, he is a guy that throws picks. Especially in this situation. situation. This is the biggest on earth. He's thrown four pick sixes this year. He's thrown 17, 17 interceptions on a, on a hole. And if the defense for the Bengals is going to make an impact, which we need them to do, yeah. we're going to need something. We're going to need a turnover if they're going to stay in this game, probably. Um, that, that's going to Three be would be great. Yeah. Three. Yeah, if we could get a Ryan Tannehill situation. Yeah. Uh, an immediate yeah. And one to start and end the game. Yeah, if we're just we're getting what we right. like, that would, that would be awesome. Uh, that's probably what we'll do. We'll take that if they give it to us. Adam, anything else? I mean, there's so much to talk about, but we're going to keep this to an hour for yeah. the folks at home, definitely. Yeah. No, it's just Bengals fans, take it in. You yeah. know, it, we're caught up in the moment, but just enjoy it. Sam Hubbard. Sam, Sam Hubbard. Hubbard. Sam Hubbard. How did we just record 56 yeah. minutes? And we haven't even said his name. Cincinnati's son. Two back-to-back sacks Moeller. against the Chiefs. A Moeller High School graduate. An Ohio State Buckeye legend. He's been an unbelievable player. Guys, let's just do a run-through right, right as we're wrapping up. we got five Buckeyes you can look for on the field, uh, or five former Buckeyes, as, former Buckeyes. as the LSU fans want Take us to say. Take it easy, guys. That's totally fine. Don't jump down our throats, okay? We get it. Joe Burrow, graduate of Ohio State, bachelor's degree. Um, <laughs> Joe Burrow played for the Buckeyes. No, no problem. I mean, we don't have to get an argument about he it. He did play. <laughs> he was he Sam was Hubbard, player. unbelievable player while he was at Ohio State. Yep. Great third round, second round, I don't remember draft pick for the Bengals three years ago. Um, Isaiah Prince. Isaiah Prince. Mm, you'll see him at right tackle. We're hoping that his name's not said at any point. If his name yeah. is not mentioned on the broadcast, that, that's a good he's thing. For us. Having a yeah, great he's game. having a great game. And then our two guys there on the back end on the on the defense: Von Bell, terrific Buckeye, and Eli Apple on that 2014 championship team. Yep. Eli Apple, um, folks, it, it's going to be a great Super Bowl. Adam, let's do some score predictions. What do you think? Let's both pick. We're, Pull the curtain back. We're both picking the Bengals. Bengals are in the yeah. Super Bowl. We're both picking the Bengals. You're not going to see me <laughs> jump ship. And I think it's stupid. Yeah. You, you're going to bet against Joe. Yeah. You've seen this so far. I saw, um, I saw it today. The Rams might have the better coach, the better line, the better offensive line, better defensive line, maybe better at most <laughs> position plays. Uh, you know, I think you could argue Joe Mixon's a better running back. But yeah, we have Joe Burrow. We have Joe Burrow. Yeah. So we got a chance. Adam score. What, what do they say in uh, Iron Man? Uh, we have a Hulk. You know? <laughs> yeah. well, I haven't even seen that movie, but I've seen yeah. it. See, I have a Hulk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, score prediction. I think we're going to see a lot of field goals. Um, this is off the cuff, guys. Didn't do any research on thinking this through. Let me just do it in my head for a second. Uh, I'm going to say Bengals. Bengals 26. Oh, Rams twenty three. I want to go a little higher. Yeah, I think. just because fair. just because it's a Super Bowl. I'm not Bowl, confident about that. I'm gonna go. I think it's a field goal game. I'm gonna go Bengals thirty one, Rams twenty seven. Yeah, four, four point win. I like that one a little. And more. Stafford's got the ball at the end and gives it up and, and throws it away. And and the Bengals clinched the last postseason game as they've clinched every other yep. postseason game on with an interception yep. on the final play or um, or field goal. Excuse me, Adam. Uh, let's enjoy some time here on Punta Cana. Folks, 
Thank you for tuning in to listen to another episode. It's been an awesome season. We'll get another Buckeye episode out to do a season recap here soon. Uh, But enjoy the Super Bowl. Who day? Who day? The Bengals fans, you deserve it. We deserve it. We've been waiting forever for something like this. And uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Silver Bullet Saga. Saga.